Akshay, did you always knew what you wanted to do when you passed out from MBA? I was all over the place. Uh, Saurabh, what about you? Yeah, I didn't have any idea, I didn't have any idea. Confused about your career choices? Wondering what steps to take next? In this podcast called Beyond Campus, Saurabh Garg, founder of C4E, and Akshadat, founder of Funnati, are on a mission to crack open the career success code for the youth. Wo bachpan mein kehte the na, tum jo chahe ban sakte ho. So, let's turn the dream into reality. Hi, this is Ankur. I'm the founder and CEO of Nuclear. We're building a API platform for banks. It doesn't matter how many times you fall. What matters is how many times you get up and get going. The journey of Ankur Joshi, founder of a fintech startup, Nuclei, is a testimony to the fact that success awaits those who persevere. Ankur graduated from IIT Bombay and started his entrepreneurial journey by launching a quick chain restaurant. He very humbly admits that he has failed multiple times before launching his latest venture. Listen to this candid conversation with Ankur, brimming with practical wisdom and his life lessons. That point of time when I was doing my 12th in Indore, there was a person from Bombay who was, you know, renting the ground for our house and obviously him being from Bombay English again study like compared to maybe the obviously thought study and he used to listen to Brian Adams ke songs I was <laughs> English gaane to kubhi sunay nahi te us time tar like I used to remember I used to listen to that uh, was it Venga voice I don't even remember <laughs> going to Ibiza <laughs> something like that and wo songs kahi se kahi se sunke mere aage se But this guy was listening to Brian Adams. I was like, dude, Brian Adams is not a singer. For me, it was such a nice feeling to have that, you know, he has left his city. He's living in some other city. And he's, you know, like independent. He has a lot of money. He has a lot of money. He has a lot of And that was for me the dream. That, you know, I need to earn two and a half, three lakh rupees per year. I will save 10,000 bucks. मैं कैसे तो भी करके दस हजार में अपना काम चला लूंगा बाकी दस हजार बचा के घर पे भेजूंगा एंड दैट वॉज दैट बिकॉज फॉर मी टेन थाउजेंड और यू नो टू लाख रुपीज एट दैट पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम वॉज इन इंस्टेन अमाउंट ऑफ मनी सो दैट वॉज माई ड्रीम क्या लाइक वन साइ ग्रेजुएट मेरे को दो ढाई तीन लाख का जॉब मिल जाए एंड एनी वेज आई वॉज सिक्स मतलब ऐसे कुछ ज्यादा बड़े गुल नहीं रहते आईडी में एंड मेटा में था तो क्या ठीक है मतलब ऐसे कोई स्टड जॉब तो रखनी है दो ढाई लाख तीन लाख की जॉब मिल जाए एंड देन विल फिगर आउट आफ्टर दैट क्या करना है जब जॉब प्लेसमेंट चालू हुए सो डॉइशे बैंक केम एंड टू एंट्रेंस एग्जाम सो जनरली जो डे वन डे टू कंपनीज आती हैं, दे जस्ट शॉर्टलिस्ट पीपल एंड हैव अ कट ऑफ क्या एट पॉइंट तो मिनिमम चाहिए एट पॉइंट फाइव मिनिमम चाहिए सीपीआई उसके ऊपर भी तो भी अपीयर हो सकते हैं आई वॉज एक्सपेक्टिंग मैं इंटर आईटी जाने की तैयारी कर रहा था क्योंकि डिसंबर में ही लोअर But they did well in the exam. Like fortunately for some reason, I think in the interview also, when I was the first interview was, so obviously I got shortlisted for the interviews in Deutsche Bank. So the first interview was, so it was taken by a guy who I played uh, inter IT football with uh, from IIT Kanpur. So like I knew because two years earlier, with him, we played a match with him. So obviously, he recognized me and said, "Hey, brother, you're a big fan. You have to come. I said, "Yes, brother, I need a job. I need no one. So he was like, "Okay, let's go to the next round." And when the third round was, तो उसमें जो एच आर थी शी वॉज फ्रॉम इंदौर एंड मैंने कुछ तो हिप्रोगिरी में अपने रेज्यूमे में कैपिटल मार्केट्स के कुछ तो दो सर्टिफिकेशन लिखे थे सो so, मुझे इसके बारे में क्वेश्चन पूछू मैंने कहा पूछ तो लो बट मुझे आते नहीं है आप पूछ लो बट मेरे को पोस्ट ही नहीं आते मैंने बस होप में किया कोई तो शॉर्टलिस्ट कर लेगा इट विल लुक गुड ऑन माई रेज्यूमे से डाले थे सो आई डोट नो विथ लक आई थिंक 
यहाँ इंडिया में बैठ के यू वर डूइंग सेल्स मतलब हाउ डिड दैट लाइक यू वुड कॉल एंड फर्स्ट वाज इंडिया का क्रेडिट सेल्स क्रेडिट एनालिसिस एसेंशियली क्रेडिट टीम में था एंड देन इट वाज इन लंदन सो आई यूज्ड टू ट्रैवल बिटवीन लंदन एंड बॉम्बे चार साल बाद यू डिसाइडेड टू मूव ऑन सो व्हाट वाज द रीजन एट दैट पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम माय रीजन वाज दैट आई एम नॉट गेटिंग जॉब सेटिस्फैक्शन बट लाइक इन हाइंडसाइट नाउ इफ आई हैव टू थिंक द एक्चुअल रीजन वाज दैट ऑल द डिसीजंस व्हिच वर बीइंग टेकन were not were outside my control so essentially i just wanted more control on the inputs or on the ongoing process obviously the outcomes cannot be controlled but at least the inputs or whatever your effort you are putting in on a day to day basis i wanted more control on those things i wanted them to be like i wanted myself to impact those rather than someone else coming and saying ki ye karo wo karo that is the main reason why i left doshe and uh, obviously i did not see myself growing as an investment banker also because uh, like whenever i saw some senior investment bankers it never felt to me uh, again like nothing against them it just never felt to me that i could be that person uh, i just didn't relate to that kind of a job profile and therefore Like in the last year or so, I was quite. Uh, I I knew that I had to move out. So, did you think that you'll move out and find some other job, or what was the plan? So that didn't like. Obviously, I was thinking of finding another job. If I have to think back, uh, probably I was looking to get into a consulting firm again. Like, prob- maybe I was thinking that that will be uh, good for me. Uh, and with other travel, करने को मिलेगा, घूमने को मिलेगा, सूट पहनने को मिलेगा. so maybe that was what was you know attracting me i don't know but uh, in the meanwhile like me and few friends started talking and uh, like we realized obviously beer pe baith ke baat kar rahe hain maximum log sochte hain at least once in their lifetime ki restaurant kholte hain and uh, <laughs> unfortunately or fortunately actually like theek hai fortunately but we ended up thinking ki hum restaurant kholte hain aur kholenge aur ultimately jaake khol bhi diya so we and three other you know batchmates uh, from iit all four of us started a chain of restaurants and like we tried in bombay in pune actually not in bombay because bombay from a real estate perspective was very expensive so we started that in pune and shuru mein bootstrap kiya fir baad mein thoda paisa uthaya लॉट ऑफ स्टम्बल्स बहुत बार गिरे बहुत गलतियां करी एंड देन इन द मीन वाइल्सो बिकेम आफ्टर आईडिंग टू ईयर्स और सो टू ऑल्सो बिकेम बिग इनफ फॉर अस टू यू नो गैदर बैंक लोन्स सो देन गॉट बैंक लोन फ्रॉम अ कोऑपरेटिव बैंक सो देन दैट डस ओपन फोर मोर रेस्टोरेंट्स तो वॉट वॉज द कॉन्सेप्ट रेस्टोरेंट सर सो वी वॉन्टेड ओबियसली इनिशियली वी वॉन्टेड ओपन अप अ बार की भाई अब आप खोलेंगे and uh, all the details will revolve around egg uh, because all of us loved eggs then we realized that pub khulne ke liye bahut paise chahiye kyunki license itna aasani se milta nahi hai so it like obviously daru bahar chali gayi sirf anda baj gaya so we started with so uh, items around eggs and then so later on added uh, chicken mutton etc etc uh, obviously it was primarily around a core protein whether it is beans or paneer or chicken or mutton and then you have various variants so it was a kind of a fast casual restaurant uh, or not very big places uh, mainly like today mainly focused on deliveries only so box area fasos hai na uske jaise 
Okay. So it's still running. Yeah, it is still running. So in 2015, we sold it off to one of our uh, franchisees. So we had started giving out. Also, we ended up giving up three franchisees only. But uh, one of the person who was running a franchise, he said that you know he would want to run the whole business. And at that time, we were also looking to move out and uh, like start working on something which is slightly more scalable and not a linear business. So then he bought over the whole business and he is still running it. and running well as okay pune based only pune based pune based okay. yes so what did you learn in those four years because of which you realized ki ye business se mujhe nikalna hai so as i said like don't build a linear business uh, because bada maza aata hai seekhne ko bahut milta hai but after a period of time you know the growth is very very stagnant and at an acute acute angle explain linear business so like your store, restaurant business cannot grow 10x in 3 months it will always grow store by store by store and to open up a store it will require a lot of time like mcdonalds did not become mcdonalds in 10 years it became mcdonalds in maybe 40 50 years right so even if even if they would try to build it in 10 years they will fail because a lot of processes will fail because of which there will be quality issues there will be customer issues and there will be leakages across the board so you cannot it is very difficult to build a supply chain or operational businesses at an exponential growth rate so it will always grow at a acute angle the revenue growth rate so initially you will learn a lot because for us also everything was new like none of us was none of us were from a restaurant background or had any clue about how to run a business for that matter so everything right from filing a tds to vat to getting a food license to getting a fire license everything was new and exciting at that point of time uh, but after you have done it for the first time obviously doing it for the second time becomes uh, quite normal and quite okay but uh, if the growth stagnates after a period of time you also start realizing that you know this is something which i did not probably sign up for uh, like all your plans in year 1 Uh, obviously, you think big, etc., and you like want to paint a picture that you will become a McDonald's in five years, and four years down the line, you realize that you know you are not even outside Pune right now. Then everything comes down, and reality hits that uh, it will remain a lifestyle business, it will remain a linear business, and if you have to do anything scalable, again, it might not be true for everyone, but it was true for us. Maybe uh, you are blaming the sector unfairly. So there are these. companies like there's this rebel food and there's the wow momos and all these food brands which have like gone national raised good amount of funding in different different niches uh, like typically these are for, like there'll be a biryani brand and there'll be a burger brand and a momo brand so matlab so, was it like you were uh, unable to look at it from that kind of an angle of how to scale it up rather than the sector being such ke wahan pe Uh, it is linear growth as i said as i said it's it's not true for everyone but it was true for us that we were unable to scale our business so what was the reason for that there are many success stories like you said like fasos rebel foods uh, even boxes that has scaled very nicely uh, there is you no know, goli vada pav and uh, like all the cream chains like they have scaled very very beautifully it was just that our or we were incapable of thinking in that direction at that point of time and therefore could not grow was it because you were four co-founders four co-founders can be difficult to have cohesive vision could that be a reason yeah that was one of the major reasons definitely uh, because like after i think two or three years uh, there were a lot of different directions in which we were thinking uh, and it's easy to point fingers at others and at different reasons but uh, If, if I have to be honest, I personally failed at multiple levels. Uh, I did not think big. I was not thinking five years down the line. Uh, if I have to summarize, I was a fool then. Uh, if you have, like, if you have to rate me from a businessman's perspective or business planning perspective, I, I would not rate myself even one out of ten. I was so poor back, back then. Uh, if I have to blame anyone, I would blame myself. That probably we did not scale up. because of me and it's again easy to say that you know what investors were not interested in funding us etc but at the end of the day investors will also fund something which is fundable right where they see an roi they are not going to fund just because you call your restaurant chain food tech 
in hindsight we made so many mistakes uh, like one of the biggest mistake was that uh, all the four co-founders co were from the same background had the same skill set and there was no complementary skill sets between us and whichever skill set we did not know or understand we just divided it between our, ourselves and you know forced each other to learn those skill sets but again when you have very similar thinking people uh, it's very difficult to innovate you need diversity you need people with diverse uh, directions or you know thought processes to come up with new ideas or to innovate on existing ideas and that was one of the biggest learning during that time sabne job quit kar di thi like all four were in it full time correct by the end of third year we were running a profitable business uh, i like we were making decent profits around i think 18% ebitda uh, like as a lifestyle business it was very good one of us or two of us could have stayed back and run the business uh, forever and would have like, made a fortune but i think the point was also that all of us were ambitious enough to not get stagnated and wanted to do something bigger than what we had built and that was the reason when we all decided that you know we have to move on with our lives were you able to make as much as you were making at deutsche bank <laughs> absolutely not right a fraction of that so wo bhi ek fatigue aa gaya hoga like kab tak struggle kare uh true that that's true so like in second first two years were okay we survived on our savings but third year onwards like one by one all of us got married also during that time so that fatigue was there that you know uh, like we wanted to provide for our families and uh, like living from uh, month to month and hand to mouth was difficult uh, it was not easy at all so true that is also that was also one of the bigger reasons but in the fourth year things became okay uh, but as you said like it was okay compared to the previous year uh, nowhere close to what we could have earned in some other company for sure so who did you have like a ceo and char logo mein boss kon hai who, who was that like clear or was it like ambiguous bahut ambiguous tha yaar kafi kahani hai uske liye bahut drama hua uske piche <laughs> we tried many things we tried a tried ki rotational ceo rakhte hain but obviously we were cool so like couple of our mentors also suggested that you know whatever you are doing like it's it's very foolish because at the end of the day uh, one person needs to lead it and others need to follow and whatever decision whether right or wrong like you have to agree to it and yes you will make mistakes but uh, you can't be running in multiple directions i am sure like our egos got in between and uh, like uh, it was too late for us to define that you know this is a corporate structure Uh, we could have done that very early on but at that point of time we were all batchmates and you know we looked at each other in a equal manner so no one wanted to admit that you know the other could be the ceo and i can't be as i said we were children doing very childish things and clearly fools to run that business so was the learning ke doston ke sath business nahi chalana chahiye or was it ke position of power ke sath business chalao where you are clearly a ceo और मतलब क्या था लर्निंग इस होल एक्सपीरियंस से नहीं नहीं ऐसा नहीं है दैट यू हैव टू बी सीईओ दैट्स नॉट ट्रू लाइक इट इज वेरी सी एट द एंड ऑफ द डे यू नीड टू हैव द राइट पर्सन एज द सीईओ लाइक टुडे इफ देयर इज अ बेटर पर्सन टू रन न्यूक्लियर आई विल हैप्पीली मेक दैट पर्सन द सीईओ बिकॉज़ एट द एंड ऑफ द डे द टाइटल रियली डजंट मैटर व्हाट मैटर इज दैट द कंपनी इज गोइंग इन द राइट डायरेक्शन सो इन आवर केस and it's also not true that you should not start business business with friends uh if if you are starting a business with your friend uh, just make sure that both of you are or are very clear about the objectives and as far as possible keep the business away from personal life and uh, like start business with friends with whom you have complementary skill sets rather than similar skill sets because there is no value add at all like initially you might feel that no you trust this person and therefore you are starting a business with them trust only runs till you know uh, will let you go till a certain point of time after that you have you guys have to perform in that business and then trust is not going to help you perform in the business what really matters is your skill set so yeah like those are the key things which i took away so you know like you saying keep personal life and friendship apart 
फ्रॉम द बिजनेस रिलेशनशिप ये प्रैक्टिकली कैसे होता है इफ टू फ्रेंड्स एंड आई एम अगेन थिंकिंग फ्रॉम माय ओन एंगल वेयर आई हैव अ कोफाउंडर फॉर दिस पॉडकास्ट एंड ही इज आल्सो अ फ्रेंड सो प्रैक्टिकली हाउ डू वी कीप आवर फ्रेंडशिप एंड बिजनेस सेपरेट बिकॉज एनी टाइम वी टॉक इट्स ऑलवेज अबाउट आइडियाज व्हाट टू डू व्हाट हाउ टू सॉल्व अ प्रॉब्लम so uh, one thing which i have learned uh, from that experience was uh, if you are thinking twice before giving an honest feedback to your co-founder then the relationship is not great uh, so whichever relationship you are in and that's true for your personal relationships as well as professional relationships uh, you should be in a place to give an honest feedback uh, similarly nuclear whoever is working with me uh, if at all i start thinking that should i give this feedback otherwise this person might be bad then that's something which we should like clearly get rid of immediately that feeling itself because then you won't be honest with each other and that was something which was happening with us when i was running the business with friends where we were not honest with each other we were not we were afraid of confronting each other because we were thinking about the other's feelings rather than thinking about the business and that's what i meant that you know you should leave your friendship uh, away from your business because when you are doing the business you need to be not be emotional about it and be very very practical and rational about it theek hai so fir iske baad kya kiya next aapne after research so research ke baad obviously uh, i started uh, kind of started in a rebound uh, another startup tech mein karna tha so i started like started thinking kya kya kar sakte hain रेस्टोरेंट में लर्निंग थी दैट यू नो देर इज अ गैप बिटवीन डिस्ट्रीब्यूटर्स एंड रिटेलर्स एंड देन देर आर कपल ऑफ पीपल हुर वर्किंग इन फार्मास्यूटिकल स्पेस आई रियलाइज दैट देर वॉज अ बिगर गैप बिटवीन फार्मास्यूटिकल डिस्ट्रीब्यूटर्स एंड रिटेलर्स सो वॉन्टेड टू ब्रिज दैट गैप यूजिंग अ टेक्नोलॉजी प्लेटफॉर्म सो वी क्रिएटेड अ प्लेटफॉर्म अगेन दिस वॉज इन पुणे विच एसेंशली कनेक्टेड ऑल द रिटेलर्स विद ऑल द फार्मा डिस्ट्रीब्यूटर्स and build that up within i think 4 or 5 months raise some money for that but soon realized that uh, and the moment we started exploring outside uh, that you know going to bombay or you know, bangalore and figuring out how distribution and retail retail of pharma happens we realized that the process was completely different uh, in pune compared to delhi bombay or bangalore so our platform cannot scale it might work well in pune but again the whole same problem happened that it was not a scalable business it would have again stuck to just one geography or one city and you know become this was like a udan for pharma yes more or less yes yes so why do you say it would not have scaled matlab udan ne bhi scale kar hi liya na through uh, through different geographies where they would have seen similar kind of challenges so pharma one is very very regulated and two is very tightly knit so for example udan has obviously now has multiple verticals but uh, they are more or less commodity products uh, pharma uh, is not necessarily commodity it's in some cases also monopoly business so for example a particular uh, pharmaceutical manufacturer only gives distributorship to two distributors in a city or in some cases even one distributor in a city so you need to have that distributor on board otherwise the retailer won't be able to purchase those items uh, for that particular company so in order like to have your inventory at 100% you will have to deal with monopolies in each and every city plus the systems on which each and every city was based the erps which they were using were very different and those erps also had their you know monopolies in certain parts of the city or two or three people like uh, erps hmm. had monopoly in each city so probably to you know ye to aap aap keh rahe ho ke fight bahut marni padti to is it like ke wo worth it nahi tha itni fight marna market itself was not so big yeah well you know my line of thought which i am trying to follow here is ke jab koi business nahi chalta to wo kuch personal issues bhi hote hain because of which you need scale or rather than just a sector mein problem tha so that is the line of thought i'm following ha ha are so you are not wrong uh, but in this particular case see whenever things don't work out obviously differences crop up anywhere everywhere okay uh, and in our case also but 
in our case it was not the other way around that there were differences and therefore things were not working out because things were not working out we all started thinking that kare kya aage like there was no future so we tried it doing it between distributors of restaurants and retailers restaurant chains and did not scale up you had a co-founder in this case yeah yeah i had a co-founder who was uh, completely in tech and uh, like he was looking after the tech platform i was looking after like, acquiring customers etc and uh, and you were like equal stake ha uh-huh, equal stake so we started like figuring out that you know things were not working out so one thing which we learned like which i particularly learned in rashars was that uh, in the restaurant business was that if things are not working out like just just move on very very fast don't linger on so in hindsight probably i like uh, you know spent two years extra in the restaurant business i should have moved on earlier so the moment i realized that things are not working out here we returned the investors me uh, shut down the business and i decided to then move to bangalore because i also realized that scaling a tech business in pune would be very difficult bangalore was more conducive there were a lot lot more talent available in bangalore and market depth was also bigger people were also more accepting of any technological solution compared to pune so that's when you know in 2016 i moved to bangalore and uh, how did you do the fundraise for blaze we raised from bloom ventures so how did that come about i think i pitched to around uh, around 20 odd vcs and uh, then we got uh, term sheets from two vcs and we chose to go with bloom so i think for two months or three months uh, i was doing you know up and down between bombay and pune uh, every week twice maybe uh, going and pitching to various vcs so how did you open the doors was it like iit bombay network helped you uh, why did uh, like a bloom give you a chance to come and pitch was it like you had an impressive deck you uh, used your uh, alumni network kya tha matlab alumni network to nahi tha ek i'm remembering rohan paranjpe was at bloom then and he is my junior from college so like whoever i knew in various vcs i was just reaching out to all of them and uh, like kai kai se connection connection nikal ke uh, whether college ka indore ka dost friend ka friend ka etc etc so i was like trying to figure out how do we reach out to them and i reached out to him he said kodi ka jo mil lo and we went and pitched to them they liked the product then like there were three i think three or four further meetings and in the fifth fifth meeting i think they said yes to us so essentially uh, your approach was networking to reach out to vcs like there were also cold calls cold emails uh, like ultimately to get something you'll have to do like hustle to karna hi padega like it's very similar to doing sales like sales mein aaj kya they're selling to banks uh, like there are so many people i don't know in banks how to like i maybe sometimes like obviously it's better to have get a warm connect uh, from someone who know them well but if you don't know them well like uh, when we went to indonesia or when we went to middle east uh, to pick bankers we knew no one there so we just reached out to people on uh, linkedin or twitter or you know got access to their email ids and cold like sent a cold email and asked for 15 minutes of a phone call or a meeting and just went and met so obviously you try that 10 times you only get one meeting but uh, that's the conversion rate and that's similar to like raising funds from vcs also you have to go and pitch to a lot, as many as possible and hope that you know one of them will like you and like your idea and like most of the vcs like that's again something which i believe that they don't generally back the idea they generally back the people so right ultimately it's a it's, it's a relationship which you strike and you decide to be in the same business uh, idea can pivot will definitely pivot and change from what you have on day one Uh, with respect to what you have in day six, three sixty-five. So, uh, how you know at a early stage, uh, I guess you were still at a MVP stage when you were pitching, right? Correct. So, at that stage, how important it is to make your numbers ki projection that my this sales will be, this revenue will be, this. So, that kind of business plan, formal business plan, is necessary, or you need to tell a good story about your concept. Uh, again actually that depends that depends from vc to vc that depends from idea to idea person to person uh, and then again there is no standard uh, thing in our case uh, 
we did prepare a business plan but uh, more or less we pitched the idea and on which they backed us okay फिर नेक्स्ट क्या किया आपने सो नेक्स्ट आई मूव टू बैंगलोर आई केम एंड जॉइंड स्टार्टअप कॉल टैबजो व्हिच वाज जस्ट यू नो पिविटिंग और यू नो स्टार्टिंग द होल टैबजो बिजनेस वेयर दे वर क्रिएटिंग यू नो ऑल इन वन ऐप इंडियाज फर्स्ट ऑल इन वन ऐप इंटीग्रेटिंग मल्टीपल एपीआईज एंड क्रिएटिंग इट एज वेल ऐप सो वेरी सिमिलर टू व्हाट वीचैट और वीचैट डिड इन चाइना Like it was primarily a chat app, which may add-ons say. Like was that the thing? Like when I joined, uh, like it had moved on from that phase of you know, pure chat, करके transaction करने वाला phase. So it was now completely a grid based where you go and transact across multiple categories from a single app without chatting. It was a transactional. एक टैप बेस्ड ट्रांजैक्शन लाइक योर यूजुअल जर्नीज. हाँ हाँ जैसे जियो का ऐप है वो माय जियो वाला अभी. Like it has uh, like multiple apps inside it. Ah, uh, something similar. So that's what we built from 2016 till 18, and uh, then that got acquired by a e-commerce giant. Uh, that's when I decided to you know not go there and you know, start on a different journey, start again, start building a different product for a different industry, and uh, figure out what else can be done. What was your role, Absolve? so multiple roles here like <laughs> i was doing things across the board so i was hmm. obviously for some part i was uh, looking after hr uh, then some part i was looking after partnerships uh, doing deals uh, doing growth uh, product kafi kam kiya but ha beech mein product kar raha tha tech was the only thing which i did not do uh, apart hmm. from that everything else i did what was the revenue model like they would charge a commission जहां से ट्रांजैक्शन हो रहे एंड व्हाट वाज द ट्रैक्शन दैट दे वर सीइंग सो यार ऑब्वियसली इफ द क्वेश्चन इज वर वी अ प्रॉफिटेबल बिजनेस नो वी वर नॉट लाइक दैट्स अ क्वेश्चन मार्क व्हिच इज स्टिल देयर फॉर एवरी सच सुपर एप्स whether it is phone pay or paytm that how do you make money the biggest problem is that uh, the layer which has like the populate layer of population which has money or which has disposable income is very thin we still don't have that you know big chunk of higher middle class like china and till that time when this big chunk of middle class comes in uh, it will be very difficult to you know get your unit economics right uh, from a digital transaction perspective so because there are multiple charges also on every transaction there is a payment gateway charge whenever you do a transaction so that thing which has to be you know figured out in india over a period of time obviously other theories around that you know if you are doing six things with a particular uh, you know merchant or particular app you would want to do other four things also and not diversify and have retain multiple apps uh, that again is a theory uh, like it's still uh, not proven yet so we'll see how paytm and phone pay you know uh, complete their journey and become profitable or show that path to profitability right now it's still not that visible So uh, after Tabzo got acquired, you decided to move on. Correct. Then what? Uh, what did you do next? So uh, after that, like there was some time on hand, and uh, like I was just thinking, like literally sitting and thinking that what next should we do? Uh, one of the things which uh, became very clear was that there were a lot of mistakes which we had made in the past, and I did hmm. not like. It's very easy to say that you know, learn from your mistake and learn from others' mistakes. but really i realized that i was not learning from them so we just sat down and you know list like literally sat down and listed down all the mistakes which i had done and it, it became the guiding principles that or guiding rails that these are the things which we should avoid as far as possible obviously it's very difficult to you know uh, learn and not make that repeat that mistake ever again but uh, as long as like they were in our face and we were always looking at them you know uh, they became the guiding rails for the business so one of the first thing was which i learned from say my restaurant business or from the second startup and also from tabzo was that we have to think big and when we say think big not just think about a particular city or which i did with restaurant and pharmaceutical startup or think about just one country think global so whatever we build next has to be a global product not just a local or a national product so that was one thing. Hmm. second was that uh, you know 
whatever we build has to be sustainable in nature and create long term value hmm. so instead of building a startup which you are looking to flip after few years you build a business over 8 10 years so build something which is sustainable which, which is profitable if possible from day one and you know you build it on top of the revenue which you make rather than build it on top of the investment because then again the unit economics will become questionable so build that and if you are building a business stay very very lean from day one be extremely frugal and especially when things are doing well or you know you are making money in those times definitely stay frugal because it's very easy to you know spend money on unnecessary things when you have money so even in good times stay very very frugal so these became guiding principles then you know think long term whether it is the product which you are building or whether it is the people you are hiring for the team or even the mm. clients who you decide to work with so mm. like you don't want to be in a uh, or you know get into a marriage with a client where the working relationship is not great because that will just increase mm. stress on you so even the clients we have to choose properly because if you are building a business for the next 10 15 years uh, you need to enjoy your day to day activity you cannot be in a place where you are stressed out every day so that like all these things like even in smaller parts various parts of the business you have to think long term and take those decisions uh, you know according hmm. to those and hmm. one of the biggest learnings today if you ask me that you know if i look back what one thing i would change is the amount of emotional stress i took whenever things were not great so hmm. like i would want to reduce stress on a day to day basis and you know optimize not for money or for freedom but for mind space so the moment hmm. you have enough mind space that's essentially luxury hmm. so that's something which we are optimizing for so those essentially became the guiding principle for whatever we wanted to build next what about uh, having co-founders but wouldn't that also have formed a part of your learnings like both the previous ventures they were like co-founder issues uh, which affected the future of it definitely so this time i was very clear that uh, uh, you know whoever comes on board has to have complementary skill set and we need to make sure that even if there are any issues we you know sort them out and be very very clear and honest about it so it's not that you know you won't have issues while running a business or you won't argue while running a business what is more important is that you are brave enough to confront each other and sort out those issues like even if that requires someone to take a step back for certain items or certain things or certain verticals of the business that is all fine at the end of the day you're trying to create value in the long run so having to give up something in the short term is absolutely fine but you should have the honesty and the courage to speak bluntly with each other and you know uh, give an honest feedback so that we obviously did not do uh, definitely did not do in the restaurant business and uh, that was something which i obviously wanted to avoid uh, in, in nuclear and we have successfully avoided that whenever there have been issues we have confronted those and solved those issues so how did the idea of nuclear come about it was kind of a uh, natural progression rather than we just moved away and you know nuclear started parallelly so uh, essentially based on these guiding principles we started thinking that what can we do or which problems can we solve and for which industries so when we hmm. thought about that we have to be profitable uh, a b2c business went out of the picture correct so uh, we started thinking about what can we do from a b2b perspective or b2b2c perspective and which industries can we target so we started targeting banking telcos and insurance Uh, so started meeting executives there uh, understanding their problems and what problems can be solved essentially it led us to understand that you know telcos were going through a rough patch then so they won't be able to pay us upfront money and essentially we dropped them in 2018 but now again we are working with couple of telcos to figure out if we can solve the problems for them between banking and insurance we realized that banking was slightly maybe couple of years ahead of insurance when it came to adopting any digital technology so it was slightly more ready compared to insurance so we then just focused on banks and met around 100 odd banks across middle east south east asia and india and 
ask them for their problems which problems we can solve and you know and literally built the product or idea of the product from one meeting to the next and like a particular banker you know wanted a particular solution or wanted to solve a particular problem and you would just go back and think that you know in the previous uh, maybe 20 meetings this came up five times so there is something okay. we can go and pitch to these six bankers and eventually the way it happened was that we started working and building the product along with three or four banks and they also became our first clients so uh, that's how the product also came about that's how we are even building today so we are again going back to banks asking them which problems they are facing and what obviously it is much more easier to do today now that we are their you know partners uh, hmm. but it was not that easy early on but uh, today also we are taking the same approach where we build a product along with them rather than hmm. building and then selling to them so what is the problem you decided to solve for so one problem we saw very clearly was that banks uh, were taking a lot of time and effort to integrate hmm. any third party so hmm. something which was core to banks all the core banking products uh, obviously they wanted to build in house and retain in house but anything external which they wanted to integrate was taking a lot of time for them give me an example uh, like what basically integration with say like we are exploring integrations with healthcare providers right now into the banking hmm. apps or integration hmm. with say an automobile automobile manufacturer right now into the banking app that the customer instead of going to a, a automobile like they can select their uh, like car or two wheeler or whatever they want to buy and the hmm. banking product automatically attaches with it and hmm. customer is able to buy purchase etc etc right obviously now hmm. that you know people are afraid of stepping out these are the kind of solutions hmm. we are brainstorming on uh, or any like think of any third party integration which the bank wants like very deep, like it is effort and it is time consuming for them to do it because it is not their core value prop so we hmm. thought that why can't we aggregate all these integrations and provide hmm. a single platform to all the banks whether it is you know lifestyle services or wealth management services or digital banking services hmm. or any solutions around loyalty and you know engagement with customers that we can create a single platform which we can leverage and provide to all the banks across the globe and generally hmm. banking like the way banks work it doesn't differ from geography to geography so hmm. whatever we build can scale up nicely across the globe so that's when hmm. you know it clicked that we started creating something around lifestyle something around wealth management something around digital hmm. banking and you know started selling to multiple banks so give me a, like a list of services that you have integrated like companies with whom you have integrated so uh, obviously now we are integrating also with mastercard Uh, then for example we are also powering say uh, mobile recharges on many banks so okay. i've integrated with multiple mobile recharge providers and okay. navigate between them to efficiently provide that service they have also hmm. provided all the travel categories so a customer can go and book travel book flight from the, okay. from the bank's app and now the second leg of it is that when you are booking a flight ticket or when you are booking your travel journeys why not attach a personal loan to it so it essentially comes a full circle that we are bringing in third party apis and we are bringing in internal apis of the bank's products hmm. and marrying them hmm. together and providing a package deal to the customer so the customer is not you know thinking about like again the credit card penetration is very low so hmm. instead of doing a goal based saving why not achieve the goal today and then you know hmm. pay over the next 12 months so those ideas okay which we are integrating and what is your revenue what so we obviously as a platform charge a license fee to banks and uh, okay and like because it's a transactional platform uh, whatever transaction happen we also share a cut of that transaction commission uh, with hmm. the bank and retain some commission with ourselves so if someone booked a flight you would earn a commission on that which you would share with the bank correct correct and uh, you charge banks like an annual fees for uh, getting all access to all these integrations on their mobile app yeah so like uh, think about it like a maintenance of the platform but then the banks don't have to do a lot of other things as well they don't have to partner with these third parties they don't have to onboard them as vendors they don't have to manage them the biggest thing being they don't have to do recon with these major vendors or merchants we do it on their behalf so the bank only set up the 
us or does recon with us and then mm-hmm. on behalf of the bank we settle with all the you know underlying merchants so we have automated a lot of these processes uh, and taken that headache away from the banks and obviously it's cheaper for the bank to integrate with any third party through our platform than doing it themselves cheaper and faster so uh, what are uh, some of the banks that you're working with so we're working with the uh, icici sbi uh, hmm. canara bank hmm. indusind bank federal bank and in total i think around 16 banks so like on the icici mobile app the flight wala option that is like powered by you yes correct so if you go on shop section inside flights it will say powered by yeah. at the bottom that's amazing and this is uh, currently with indian banks only or you also have global uh, banks as customers two banks right now uh, which are global like dbs and uh, one bank in uae uh, but rest are indian banks all indian banks and now obviously because of covid are slightly uh, sales growth essentially took a step back but we are now beginning on how to do remote sales etc and mm-hmm. we are all process there but uh, yeah like we are now planning to grow into southeast asia middle east and also explore in parts of north america and uh, western europe when you are going global uh, how would your integrations be relevant like i am assuming you would have integrated with indian travel companies or indian phone recharge companies so if you're going to us then you would need to again do integrations with the local players there right correct correct so the way we have built the backend architecture is that like fairly simple for us to onboard any new vendor and going forward like today we are doing the integration going forward like once we have 50 odd banks and hmm. that be a sizable distribution we will hmm. essentially open up our apis and any vendor can come and onboard themselves onto our platform instead of us going and onboarding vendors so that's the way forward also how is the role split between you and your co-founder like what do you look after and what does he look after so he looks after complete tech uh, i hmm. look after any everything non tech he was looking after tech at tabs also correct correct okay okay got it and have you raised funding like external funding or is it bootstrapped not yet not yet bootstrap completely bootstrap so as i said like we wanted to build a sustainable business plus at that time we were also not sure whether this will work or not so like we don't want to waste anyone's money and uh, we wanted to first uh, be comfortable and confident that there is a product market fit and we then think about raising funds like, again like, we are not thinking about raising funds even now but uh, like uh, as i said like we want to run a profitable shape and we are running a profitable company uh, mm-hmm. that way uh, mm-hmm. at some point of time if the opportunity is right and if the partnership is right we might mm-hmm. think about raising but not right now how did you fund it because i'm assuming with rashars and then blaze you wouldn't have had any savings in those years tabzo was a very short stint uh, how did you how did you fund it yeah so we uh, made sure that banks paid us up front so as i said like okay. we are funded by our clients revenue got it which is the best way to be funded that's amazing well again like we were very lucky in figuring this out uh, like it was not something which we were very uh, we, we came up with like it just happened and we happened to be in the right place at the right time so when you cracked your first deal you already had built the product or the after the first deal you built the product based on the money that you got from that deal we built the product after so so like you co-built it with that bank based on what they correct yeah. and how did you navigate the sales cycle like is it a very long sales cycle and uh, is it like a tough sell or a hard sell or you know what is your learning in terms of doing high ticket b2b sales so varies uh, to be honest varies from bank to bank or client to client uh, and when i say client to client it actually varies from person to person in a particular bank mm. also so like there are people who will be who will understand your product immediately mm. and there will be people who will probably have other priorities at that point of time and may not spend enough time understanding your product so you need to be at the right time at the right place and with some of the banks you know where we closed very very fast we happened to be in the right place at the right time and therefore got lucky so they were already looking for something and you happened to come along 
more or less more or less or we were like solving something which they absolutely needed and they realized that that is something which they need uh, or something which they already wanted and uh, like typically uh, in indian bank sales cycle will be anywhere between 6 to 9 months uh, including all the documentation etc which you will have to do uh, but like we have seen sales cycles our lowest sales cycle was i think 5 or 6 weeks and our longest has been 18 months and it's been only 22 actually no now 23 months since we started i said 22 months since we started so yeah like we signed a bank in uh, march so that was the last bank which we signed and you are like the the star salesman of the company so to say like you are the one who would be opening the doors uh... star ka malum nahi but ha <laughs> sales karta hu sales <laughs> karta <laughs> so uh, what is your uh, advice to people on sales is there like a hack to it like beshram hona chahiye ya you know do you have some advice like that yeah like kafi thumb rules hain uh, but hmm. you ask me for one i would say uh, like micro courage not uh, hmm. like as in in a very macho sense but the courage to you know make that call every day cold calling karna a lot of people are scared of cold calling because they are afraid that the other person will you know unka ego hurt kar dega and hmm. like you have sales man you can't have an ego like bahut sari movies jo bataya jata hai ki yaar sales wale ekdam stud hai bahut zyada bada ego hota hai but if you want to sell your product nicely uh, hmm. you can't have an ego and specifically if you are starting your own company or an entrepreneur it's you just cannot afford to have an ego so have that micro courage make those phone calls Go and meet people. Wait outside people's office for two hours. क्या हो जाएगा? फर्क नहीं पड़ता इतना. So that is one thing. And like one ad which uh, like which I loved was from Tata Sky, which said that you know uh, the tagline was पूछने में क्या जाता है. So a lot of times we are just afraid of asking, like thinking about how bad it will feel to get rejected, and therefore we don't ask. But uh, like many a times, even our existing clients. Uh, a lot of those clients have been signed because we had the courage to ask hmm. and once we did that things flowed and you know we gathered confidence and closed those deals so there is no there is no harm in asking people so puchne mein kya jata hai puchte raho call cold call karte raho courage theek hai kuch log gussa honge kuch log tumhe beizzat karenge it's okay you don't you know english don't want to work with those people right so kya to hai in today's scenario does cold calling work or is it better to send emails uh, keep chasing on email ask for time so it depends from time to time like uh, hmm. i did a lot of cold calls two years back today i don't do it why because i already know someone who knows that person okay. so I, obviously the best way is to get connected warmly with someone who they already yeah. know that's the best yeah. possible but agar nahi hai wo option so you are yeah. not going to wait for another 3 months to figure out kya koi warm connection kara de right then you just pick up yeah. the phone figure out the number somehow or email id and yeah. send out a cold email or cold call kar lo kya hoga dada like i have had people who shouted at me saying ki yaar where did you get my number so i kaha number nahi nikal pata main to main yahan nahi pahunchta na sir give me some credit ki yaar number nikal sakta hu main to they were very pissed off ki yaar aise cold call kaise kar diya and scolded yeah. i said theek hai sorry i am sorry matlab galti ho gayi nahi karunga call aage se thank you call then i like aisa nahi ki humne call nahi maine call nahi kiya someone else from my company called him and called yeah. the secretary or sent them a email and figured out a way in into that bank so like it happens like people will shout at you people will scold you and you just have to take these things on your chin yeah it's okay matlab kya hi farak pad jayega so what do you look for when you are hiring sales people ability to tell stories is something which is you know very underrated hmm. so obviously courage is something which is absolutely required if you want to succeed hmm. as a sales person but hmm. ability to tell stories and not just about your product but having a very wide knowledge base and you know, having an ability to build relationship with someone uh, and talk about multiple aspects whether it is about history or philosophy or books or you know geopolitics Uh, because at the end of the day it's not that organization which is buying from your organization it's that person who is buying from you so you right. have to build a good relationship with that person 
and you won't be able to build that good relationship if you're like if you're a boring person if you're not interesting enough so you need to have the ability to you know hold a conversation across multiple topics have the ability to tell multiple stories so that automatically that relationship it becomes easier to build that relationship not with everyone but definitely with 90% of the people so that is something which is uh, you know very very important and then also having the ability to get out of a hole or you know corner when someone pushes you so hmm. that again is sometimes a very underrated or uh, even a, uh, something which is not tested properly so yeah. it gets tested on the job so if you are able yeah. to test that before uh, like that will definitely help so uh, how do you interview a sales person then to check these things ke wo storytelling hai bounce back karta hai nahi karta hai check kaise karte ho so pehli cheez to like personally i don't interview anyone i always have a conversation with people because okay. i hmm. like, as i said like we are thinking long term whenever we are even hiring people so if you are hiring a person hmm. i have to believe that this person can work with us uh, for the next 5 hmm. years Uh, if that is not the case then there is no point in hiring that person so matlab ho sakta hai 2 saal baad chhod ke chale jaye but when, at the time of the hiring you should believe that you know this person will work with you for the next 5 years so uh, it's and if you have to work with someone for the next 5 years that person need to hold an honest conversation with you not give a, you know static uh, answer to a static question so i always chat about like daily life i ask them what they are passionate about a lot of time people are surprised uh, like for example yesterday i was taking an interview and it's a vc interview and uh, like mai to shorts aur t-shirt mein baitha hu uh, jaise vc pe hai to usse suit pehna hua tha and i started talking kar bhai like why are you wearing a suit at home to i just wanted to be professional and i said yes i definitely appreciate it because you are not taking it lightly you are taking it very very seriously but please lose the shoes suit matlab ki zarurat nahi hai so it's it like i usually have a very casual conversation and once people open up you get to understand their story their life story and like you also understand their motivation in life uh, and once they have opened up once they have they have let their guard down it's very easy to you know uh, uh, realize or ascertain whether they are serious about this role or not or whether they will fit into this role or not like they could be very good but they might not fit into our culture or they might not fit into our company at this point of time so that that way it becomes slightly easier for me to understand so essentially your conversation would be like a shorter version of the kind of conversations we have on this podcast to be honest yes yes okay i have a two way conversation like uh, it would be like if i also start asking you about ki aapki life ki story batao mujhe so we conversation where i also tell them about my life story what i have and like i also ask them about their like, obviously ask them about what they have done etc etc okay so uh, my last question uh, what is next for ankur for me personally or for nuclear for you personally we are thinking of adopting a third dog so that is personal <laughs> friend that is there so yeah. we are still thinking because it's uh, like already slightly difficult to manage uh, both of these uh, like yeah. like my dogs names are hazel and rasna like yeah. both of them are extremely hyper and they just run around and you know uh, our whole life revolves around them now that us are also working full time from home so they are very excited so that's on the personal front on professional front of course i want to take nuclear to the next level where you know we are properly global and not just talking about one or two clients uh, hmm. which are global but uh, you know hmm. like right now we have 16 odd clients i want to make sure that by december 21 we have at least 35 uh, banks which are live on our platform across the globe uh, and you know like secure ourselves as a company from a cash flow perspective uh, because a lot of times uh, like people focus on pnl and balance sheet but for me hmm. cash flow is the primary objective that as hmm. long as cash flow is there we have free cash flow or we are cash flow positive uh, like hmm. everything else will work out so that's hmm. something which we focus on and uh, that's our goal also that you know in the next year year and a half we need to reach hmm. there and then maybe two and a half years later reach 50 55 60 banks across the globe and build products for for now like i would love to run nuclear for in the long run uh, no doubt yeah. about that 
but i'm mm-hmm. sure after maybe 5 or 10 years uh, there will mm-hmm. be someone who will be better suited to run nuclear yeah. than me uh, i yeah. just have to be honest enough with myself to understand that and realize that that you know there is someone else who can run it better and just hand it mm-hmm. to them obviously there are like hundreds of ifs here for that we have to survive for 10 years and become you know manage to achieve our goals over the years if all those ifs happen then i think like i'm sure there will come a time where uh, there will be someone else who will be better to run it than me and i'll hand over beyond campus is a production of the podium.in powered by career launcher if you like this show then we are sure that you will love our other shows on subjects like entrepreneurship marketing books and drama check out the podium.in for a complete list of all our shows